What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you can get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it. It's a frame rate thing is all it is. They didn't, some of those renders aren't quite as fast as the film or matched up correctly. So when you watch that on video, it would be a lot less noticeable. But at the theater, you can spot that because they must have ran out of time. Oh. Because it's been out out over a week in other countries. They had to put it out when they, you know, time's up. It's time to go. And a lot of times they're Mm -hmm. still crunching numbers. But you wouldn't really notice that as much in 3D. But, uh, But yeah, I can see how you could spot that. Yeah. But yeah. meanwhile, though, meanwhile, they managed to you know, CG Robert Downey Jr.'s face into him being 20 years old. Oh, my God. That was the, the trippiest was scene that? ever. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I, mean, I thought that was, they were going to have a different actor using Robert Downey Jr.'s voice. But when he looked like fresh off the set of... Um, like, zero. <laughs> I was actually thinking, like... Um, uh, well, like weird science or something. He looked really young. Like, oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fresh off the weird science set. <laughs> they they should have put him in that that outfit. <laughs> yeah, that was 
<laughs> so a little inside joke for the few of us who are that old, I guess. Yeah. That's the people that. taking their kids to those movies. Come on. That's true. We would have noticed. Like uh, in Ant-Man when uh, Garrett Morris was in there. <laughs> that is a specific joke right there. Do you ever, there's, a, there's a Zoolander joke in Ant-Man that's buried. I don't know if you ever watched Zoolander, but uh, you know, I was like, "What is what is this? A, a building for ants?" You know, and then in the uh, in the Ant Man movie, it's that same fucking model. They they use the the exact same prop, so it is a building oh. for ants. <laughs> oh, you can find those comparison photos online. There you go. Somebody, I don't That's know if somebody good. in the production must have been on both films. You know, that usually works out. I'm a fan of dumb movies, but uh, Zoolander didn't, uh, yeah, didn't land uh, hard on my radar. I thought once, and then you know it's, it was instantly forgettable for me. Exactly. I think there's a second one. I, I, mean, yeah, I think I never went I think that, that far. Second, yeah, that's, the second one came and went. I don't think it made any money. It came out. It came out the same weekend as Deadpool, and I had <sighs> a bet with my uh, coworker. Uh, she was like, oh, man, Zoolander was going to blow Deadpool out the water. I was like, are you kidding? Come on. <laughs> Deadpool is a hell of a niche movie, but it's going to kill Zoolander, too. <laughs> and lo and behold, I'm rarely right about things, but I was right about that. <laughs> yeah, they, sh- they shouldn't even put... Like, there's no point putting out multiple movies at like, weekends like this. Like, They know it's going to win. There's no point even trying to be two and three unless you're just trying to get the spillover from things that sell out. Like, it's usually right. a chick yeah. movie or something that nobody would normally go see this week. Because like, then those, the, the women are like, I don't want to see superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> you picked last time. I had to go see The Notebook. <laughs> Did you have any other quibbles, though, or uh, any anything? I thought that, um, as, and this is just a, just another minor, minor nitpick, I felt like, even though, again, it wasn't very distracting from the pacing of the movie, I thought there were too many subplots. Like, there was a couple subplots that they could have not done. I really don't think it affected the pacing of the movie, and they really did a way of intertwining everything you know, pretty good, but it just seemed like there was a, there definitely was a lot going on in this movie and that running time, Jesus, it was, it was, it got a bit long. And the only reason how I really felt it, cause I took the whole family and the four year old was like, like, fuck this. <laughs> I mean, if there was no action on the screen, all the talking scenes, he was like, I'm ready to go. Daddy, dad, I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah, the little kids usually, the longer it is. That's why yeah. those kid Disney movies are like 75 minutes, you know? Right, exactly. And that, then my that was son, like double one of those to go to Civil War, so yeah. Yeah, my four-year-old is a huge Iron Man fan, but um, I, I like there wasn't enough Iron Man on screen early. So, I mean, it was Tony Stark, but, right. you know, Robert Downey Jr. walking around doing his thing. My four-year-old was not like with it. But all the other kids, they were glued. They were quiet and watching the movie. Cool. Gotta, you don't want to miss anything. You get confused in it with so much going on. Yeah, there was a lot. I felt like there was a lot of story going on. Like For me, the only thing that was confusing was due to the fact that I never saw Captain America 1 or 2 and didn't know who Bucky was for a few minutes. So I figured, it. oh, okay, that's who he's supposed to be. Gotcha. So I I came in a bit clueless on that one, but they didn't take more than a few minutes to go, oh, okay, I get this. Right. Yeah. They gave you enough clues and stuff to figure it out because I went with someone who hasn't seen any Marvel Marvel movies, and uh, she she enjoyed the movie thoroughly. I I like the fact that um, there was that one quick scene with the vision, and he was like eight years ago, uh, Tony Stark revealed himself as Iron Man, and then since then... You know, more enhanced have come out, more adversaries, and it just led to the. And they're like, so you're saying that we're the problem, you know? And it's almost has always uh-huh. been the thing in comic books. It's like the big bad always comes because there's so many. But then when you get the Spider-Man scene, I mean, he did the great power with without saying, you know, great power, you know, great responsibilities. <laughs> he said it. And I like the way they did that. 
Uh, man, I, I, I was goosebumpy in the movie theater. I mean, I, I got to admit, I mean, I'm biased because I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man, but those were my favorite scenes. Yeah, they, hands they down. Him, right. How is it that we never thought to question the fact, why did he never have a Queen's accent before? That was like, oh, well, of course he should have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, so obvious that it was you know like oh but you now I feel stupid but this he should have been doing this right, right along you know he's a New York wise ass high school kid it works and I wasn't distracted by the fact that yeah there you go that's it I I wasn't distracted by the fact that uh, fine ass Marissa Tomei who's fifty something <laughs> who's his Aunt May uh, that's, and, they and threw I, in a line to cover it you know. Because I was like, wait a minute, she's Aunt May. And then she's like, well, ants come in all shapes and sizes. And I well, there you go. They knew (laughs) somebody was going to expect her to be 80 years old flipping wheat cakes, you know. I I really, that (laughs) was like, it was very surprising. It was very nice. I like the way they did that. And I guess at some point we should say spoiler alert on this episode, right? (laughs) It's automatically (laughs) given, but... uh, It'll be over a week before it gets out there, and it'll be about three weeks before it gets onto our website, so we're good. (laughs) Okay. Well, then, with that being said, um, the kick-ass scene in the um, airport when, of course, all the heroes were fight heroes versus heroes, always has always been a a long-running staple in comic books, and it was definitely my favorite sequence in the uh, movie. And again... The trailer did not do it justice. What I mean, the trailer was cool to see, like when they did the face off. Yeah. But God damn, that was mm-hmm. long. It was a long fight. It was, scene. and, and <laughs> I, I felt like everybody got a chance to showcase. I really felt like they stepped up the fighting um, in the very first scene, like fucking the Black Widow and Cap and everybody. It was they was and oh, Falcon, yeah. everybody. Everybody was kicking ass, you know. Right, and then they really stepped up the fight scenes, and they made everyone do their thing. And even Ant Man, when he had the big reveal, man, um, I was so happy about that. Every, it's crazy yeah, how I, excited I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was in a theater where everyone got excited and everyone was cool because it was like, you know, of course, everybody. Ant Man is giant man, and. um then finally, when they were fighting, and Spider Man was like, "Hey, you guys remember that old movie, uh, Empire Strikes Back?" <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and they were like, "They were like, Tony, where the hell did you get this guy? <laughs> old movie, that that old classic." <laughs> and they and they took out Giant Man vis a vis at that style. Oh man, that was awesome. Yes, that was yeah. that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Spidey gets the line of the film there where you, you, it gets the uh, people making too much noise when he turns into Giant Man. But as he pops up, Spidey Man goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Holy shit! <Yeah. laughs> I said, "Well, of course he would have said that too." You know? Oh, yeah. so good. They got the characters right, for sure. Whoever did yeah, the, the script. Right. It's the polar opposite of whoever wrote Batman versus Superman. Because like, well, one team got all of the characters, I, and, you know and one team got none of the characters. They got Wonder Woman. I'll tell you, I really didn't want to I, I really bash Batman nah, versus nah, we're gonna, we're gonna, Superman. We're going to... We're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to beat this horse dead. With it well, I feel, I feel, they chose I feel to like market we've... them together. You know, They chose to team those movies up at the, you know, make them go face-to-face, basically. So the comparison is you know, by their request, really. Then I will go with this. I would say even as a child, when I was collecting comic books, I was a Marvel first above. I mean, and it just felt like Marvel was just so much better with their books. And now Marvel is just beating the dog shit out of DC. I mean, I hope, I hope Suicide Squad is good. I really do. Because if that, if it's a dog, they've just better fold it up. Because the trailer, the trailer for Doctor Strange, looking at that trailer on a fucking big screen, or instead of just like on on a computer or something, but looking at, looking at that trailer in the theater and seeing it, because you can see way much more and with the hand gestures and everything he was doing. Yes. And I swear to yep. God, when uh, they gave him that 
I don't know, that soul punch where he knocked <laughs> knocked his oh, yeah. <laughs> form out of his body. That shit just everything with the music and everything. And I'm not uh, even a big I was never a big Doctor Strange the, fan. Yeah, nobody is a big Doctor Strange fan nobody. except for like, you know, a few people who were kinda of wasted in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and although, he had a couple team up Spidey, that's how I know, you know, Doctor Strange. Yeah, so. he was always a secondary character. I don't think I ever read an actual Doctor Strange book. I know there was one for a long time. I, I saw yeah, the was. uh I saw that uh animated movie. It came out a couple of years ago and I felt like I got the most like whatever history of Doc Strange was in that that's my origin, you know, that's my my frame of reference for Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I see in the movie they're kind of doing the same thing with the accent. So I, I guess it's all relative, but fuck, it looks good. I mean, it just looks really good. Oh, it's damn. very visual. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's like almost like a uh, a superhero uh, inception, the way the inception the yeah, scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, too. They left all the color in the film. It's very bright and colorful. The Doctor Strange, even right. even the Captain America film, most of their costumes are fairly colorful. They didn't tone everything down and make it muted like the you know the the DC films have to make everything as dark as possible, costume wise. Yeah, yeah, and they do that in post because the the costumes on set are not that dark. They could avoid doing that. It's a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of costumes, again, didn't Spider-Man's costume look fucking awesome? Oh, I know, like, there was yeah. a little bit did, of the Ben Riley costume in there, and then that was really the only, yeah. you know, the black marks were sort of the Ben Riley alteration from, what, like, 96 or something? I, 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 yeah. I didn't mind that you could see the, uh, the web cartridges and web shooters on the outside of his costume. I didn't mind about that. So, yeah, I'm sure it that looks, as, he, right. as he grows into, he'll, you know, that'll that'll. It looked adapt. cool. And Spider-Man definitely was more than holding his own against the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And just that funny part at the end where they were both webbed on the floor. He just looks over. He's like, I hate you. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of comedy. There was a lot of comedy, a lot of action, a lot of drama. Again, um, vicious spoiler alert. I mean... Batman versus Superman wishes they had their two main characters fight the way Tony and um, Cap did when soon as the big reveal happened at the end. Man, that and, that three man dance, that three man fight was so goddamn good. I thought that uh, the uh, the trailers were gonna kill it, but I mean that that fight was dope. That that uh, that end fight, yeah, holy no, shit, it, it was good. And it and it and it, 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 and it got serious because they were like. Like, um, you know, um, Iron Man was really trying to, they were trying to take Cap out and then Cap, man, man, but it was, it was like, they really were going for it. They were going for the win. Yeah. I like that. They also settled it. Whereas, you know, like a lot of times Freddy versus Jason, they, they kind of half-assed and Batman versus Superman. Well, they kind of half-assed you know, but this one, like there was a clear winner. Yeah. And oh, there yeah. were stakes too. There were definite stakes. I'm, I mean, Rhodey getting fucking paralyzed. I mean, of course, he's making a recovery and shit, but actual stakes uh, yeah. and caring about the characters is what uh, is what makes the film good. Now, there, there, there's a very small part of me that I thought that they were going to kill Cap off at the end. Because um, I believe in the comics. I had a feeling, too. I, I hear you on that. That. He he got shot in the comics afterwards at some you know speech that someone like Sharon Carter's speech and then uh, he got shot outside you know so it didn't happen as part of the Civil War where they killed him off but he came back you know he came back as an yeah. old man and then they de-aged him again so now he's just normal <laughs> yeah it took like a well, year. Now, one thing, though, that they did do is they gave, uh, you know, the Captain America's uh, speech from the comics that was sort of you know, become one of those things that people email around as a patriotic meme. But uh, they took that speech that he gave and gave it to uh, whichever Carter that was. Yeah, Sharon, Sharon, Carter. Uh, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Yeah. That's the thing well, about the flag is saying, no, you move. You know, that was a Captain America speech. I have no idea why she was delivering it at the thing there. But whatever. Right. Yeah, I, you know. I, you know what? It 
it for worked. me, it worked. If you, yeah, if you it didn't worked. know, it worked. It was, just, it was odd that, like, well, that's his, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe later he'll give that speech and say that she inspired it. You know what I mean? And and I think the and I think with her delivering that speech, and then later on when she gets them all their gear and everything, and they have that moment. Now, there's a part of me that says, "Yeah, I, I cheated." That, that, <laughs> here, here's a part of me that's it's uh, the psychology of that is when she was just the quote unquote next door neighbor, and um, you remember Black Widow? Oh, actually, Frank, you didn't you didn't see Winter Soldier, so. And Winter Soldier, yeah. she was she was the next door neighbor. She was a nurse, and all throughout the movie, uh, Black Widow was trying to get him to hook up with her. Get him to hook and up with her, yeah. Now, of course, all the fans were thinking that there was going to be some type of a romantic thing between Captain America and Black Widow, and, Black and there was Widow, this yeah. they they had they had this weird kind of kiss when they were trying to be you know hiding out and everything and blah 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 blah, but they actually developed that more of a brother sister relationship and this other relationship was just kind of simmering over there and then towards the end of course the reveal is that his next door neighbor is actually an, an agent of shield and blah 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 and at the very end of the movie black widow still goes hey you know what about that nurse and he goes she's not a nurse so now you go to the third movie and they have this kiss but he doesn't really even give her that look until at the funeral when Falcon's like, Hey dude, ain't that the, the chick? And then she's like, Oh, I'm Sharon Carter. You know, that was Aunt Peggy. I think he's trying to retake that love that he had for Peggy and yeah. throwing it on the capture of art. That's um, and Speaking as Cool Water Kurt, I was the That's master the of the uh, transference of, um, of her family member. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll take those feeling feelings that I'll take those feelings that I'll have for you. Transfer them over here, and uh, we can get this relationship on and cracking real fast. <laughs> Some would say that's not a healthy way to have relationships. It's not. But I'm not. It, it, it never really works out in the end. Someone always gets hurt. So I'm saying in the next uh, right. Avengers movie, uh, Age, Agent 13 is probably going to uh, get her feelings hurt. Oh, oh yeah, without a doubt. Or not be dead. But they, they after solve, this, they solve after things hopefully. by throwing them off of helicarriers and stuff, too. Hopefully it'll be after this, after he at least busts a captain-sized nut. Because he hasn't done anything in uh, 75 years. <laughs> Marvel is definitely crushing it in the movies. I feel like even on TV now, um, I saw I, I saw that uh, Punisher is getting his own standalone right. on Netflix. Yeah, uh, just uh, supposedly Jessica Jones won like a, a Peabody Award. Nice. Um, uh, Daredevil is getting renewed for third season, as well as you know, you got still you got Luke Cage coming. You still got uh, Power Fist coming. The Defenders yeah. coming, and I know that this superhero bubble is gonna pop. It's gonna pop soon. <laughs> but I am I, I'm I'm loving everything that they're putting out hey. right now. So far, it's all quality. I mean, I'm almost halfway through season two of um, of Daredevil. I know, I mean, uh, theoretically, I'm behind because you can mash everything. And I did season one one day. I watched all that shit, and it was great. Uh, Jessica Jones, good. Um, the world that Marvel has uh, created and put these characters in, is it's good. It's believable. I mean, I'm not mad at it one bit. All right. Uh, and, these characters are fleshed out. Well, that think about and what then, they've got set up now, though. Like, imagine like two movies down the road, the characters that are out there. Can you see, you know, this Spidey entering that Daredevil's world for gang war? I can't. Yes. Oh God, it's, it's yes. going to be a Please huge. Wait, like, that's going to be crazy. And it works. I, I, this is going to be like I think wow. I, I think it's. <laughs> I'm going to say I think this is going to happen, and I think it's going to. You'll see the first. Uh, I think you'll see the first signs of that 
with Doctor Strange somewhere in Doctor Strange because you know Doctor Strange dealt with that whole story with the night nurses and there's a nurse character in Daredevil and in Jessica Jones oh, um, Rosario Dawson Rosario and her Dawson. character is one of the night nurses so I'm thinking Rosario Dawson's actual character played by Rosario Dawson is going to end up somewhere in that Doctor Strange universe like in that world. Ooh, boy. And then and I believe all, I think all of that stuff is going to tie in because again, um, certain characters from the, uh, agents of shield television show showed up in captain America winter soldier. So Marvel has no problem taking their TV characters and movie characters. Also, uh, lady Sif, from Thor made her way onto the small screen, same character, same actress in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I definitely, I can easily see Spider-Man coming in. I mean, and there see, was that time. I, I hate, I, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this horse again. I mean, this is what uh, the flash in Batman versus Superman is not the flash from the TV show. They, I'm sure oh, they could easily such work bullshit. something out. I they, know. They sh- yeah, they should have used. Oh my God, they missed a, an opportunity using the the actor Grant Gustin or Gustafson, whatever his name is. They want their yeah. stuff separate. They want a, a film universe separate from TV because DC is still under that assumption we were talking about a few weeks ago that film is automatically higher quality than TV, and TV is beneath them. So they don't want to tie their stuff together. Whereas Marvel is like, well, we produce all this stuff and it's all good, so I just label it all one thing. You know, their split is just sort of admitting that they put less money into the TV stuff, but it turns out better anyway. It it really does. Yeah. So many missed opportunities from DC. And again, when I was a kid, I used to say DC just standard for dumb comics because I just felt like mm-hmm. all their stuff. I yeah, just I was just so pro Marvel. Did you like like <laughs> Super Friends and shit like that? Of course, well, I, yeah. See, the, a lot of people like we got a lot of that characterization from like the Batman show and the Super Friends yeah. cartoons. <laughs> I mean, I want to say Super Friends was on the air for like what 10, 10, 12 years, something like that. Batman the animated series in the early nineties. I watched that shit religiously because it, it used to come on at night. It start it first started out coming on at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I I probably watched every episode of that. Uh, I even watched a little bit of uh, the Superman, and and I've told you before, Teen Titans and Young Justice, and all their little movies that they've been coming out with. You know, I do watch it. And yeah, so I, there you go. That's that's the universe not, that you're familiar with and and enjoy as far as DC goes. And that's not the one that they're putting on film either. No, it's not. And I'm like, you got some good. You have. Some you got stuff that has been proven to work. I don't know why they're going left field, man. It don't make no sense. I guess they're trying to stay adult, and it's just like, well, it's not really adult material. You know, we're adults that love it, but it's not adult material. You know, obviously, yeah, that's, I'm not I mean, talking in the X-rated sense. Just like it's written for you know eight to twelve year olds. It's not written for thirty five year olds who want a discerning drama. You know, then go see a different movie. Right. And that seems to be what Marvel right, gets. Right. They're like, let's make this an on-screen comic book. Where there was, again, there's at least like 50 direct panel lifts in there. I like uh, Hawkeye shooting Ant Man at the camera. I'm like, dude, I, that's a cover of like, oh, Avengers. That was so or whatever. Good. Yeah, yeah. They they get that stuff. Like we don't. They don't mind making a weird mm-hmm. angle and going. Oh, oh, it looks like Batman 66. Okay. You know, DC is very afraid of ever looking like Batman 66. And it should. Batman I guess they have uh, Affleck is now involved in writing, producing, and possibly directing the Justice League movie because they're pushing Snyder away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that confirmed or is that a rumor? Uh, that was on some Warner Brothers thing that it was that was confirmed. Not that they're pushing him away, but that Affleck is taking more of a bigger role in the production there. Like, well, he seems yeah. to understand the character and the theme here, so they're going to... And much like the state of Michigan, people have decided that Snyder in charge is not a good thing. 
Now, well, Snyder has. I know there's still. I know they're still calling this movie BVS a, a success because I mean it, it. I admit it; it made a shit ton of money, but that quality wasn't good. I mean, they're listening to the fans. Did, um, it, did uh, it make back its money? Oh, yeah, it's like at three quarters of a billion some a world. Yeah, but I'm saying with, I believe with a somewhere. 400 million production like, it, it, and the 300 yeah. million advertising budget, they might be say, breaking even. 800, yeah, that's 800 million, dude. Mm. Sounds like just a, a little light. Well, the scope I, of I, these I, things has been ridiculous. Know. You know what I mean? Just like we were talking about last week, is there really a need to spend 300 million dollars to advertise that movie? Fuck no. <laughs> you know, did it help? Hell no, it didn't help. No. You know, put out the toys, put out the posters, do the old. It did cost probably like fifteen million to advertise Batman '89, and that thing was everywhere. I know, but you know what also helped though? Soundtrack. It was I good. Mean, it, it, it was well, good do movie. that now. Was, you know? I'm of a mind. I'm of a mind. I'm of a mind. Make some Mookie. <laughs> Phone book. I can't have Prince do it, but have fucking whoever the equivalent is today do it. You know, somebody would dig that. Beebs. <laughs> the Beebs on it. Hey, if it sells tickets, go for it. Whatever. I'm saying. If it lightens up the movie, uh, make if, him fucking Robin. I don't care. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I guess. I, I, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I was. Um, I, I think at some point I did say that uh, d- darker movies are um, what I'm craving, what I'm wanting. But I think what I was craving was just a good movie. Well, when I mean, you were saying that, you were comparing it to things like the '70s Spider-Man and this, you know, the Captain America on a motorcycle with a helmet, you know, and all that kind of shit. You know, you didn't want right. some cheesy bullshit. You know, Fantastic yeah. Four, the Corman version, and all that kind of stuff. It looked terrible. You know, exactly. You not cheesy, but not it didn't cheesy. mean you wanted like you know everything to be just depressing as fuck. That's a difference. Right. Very good. Superhero. You're supposed I to feel you good when you leave team. that shit. You know, it's supposed to be uplifting, and you know that's what yeah. they're there for. So, I want to share one other thing. A couple months ago. I went online and I bought this uh, Captain America t-shirt and I had every intention on wearing it for Civil War. That's why I got it. Um, since I bought it online, I mean, it was marked as an extra large. However, when I received it, it was, I would say, just above medium, like a, uh, a mild large. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's all good. I'm about to put this on, and I'm wearing it. And I figured I was I was probably gonna have to lose about 20, 30 pounds. <laughs> and um, so I had every intention. I mean, I was trying to eat better. I was working out. I was trying to slim down and everything like that. And um, that lasted about maybe a week, week and a half. And the rest of it has been an ultimate failure. So I'm somewhere around to forty-five, six pounds. And um, I was getting ready, get telling all the kids, get the stuff together and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm about to put my, my, my T-shirt on, and I look, and I see this, I'll call it a large, Captain America T-shirt sitting at the end of my closet. And I was like, you know what? This is the reason why I bought this shirt. So I slapped it on. I went to the movie in the shirt, 
it's tight. It's really tight. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look very good, but it doesn't look that bad. But I was repping Captain America. I had my son put on his Captain America shirt, and we went to the theater. And I was, I was every time, I, everywhere I walked, I, I was sucking in my stomach as best as I could <laughs> to, just, to just try to keep all, like, keep all the girth in and I, I know I'm walking around looking like I'm, <laughs> you know, I look like I'm holding my breath. <laughs> and then when I got to, I sat down and I relaxed. And yes, I did buy a large beverage, large popcorn, hot dogs, some dips. Um, what else did we get? We got some Sour Patch Kids, some Skittles, Airheads, uh, two bags of uh, uh, Butterfinger Bites. I mean, it was about a, about $114 today to go to the movies for, for me and my family. Crazy. Yeah, it's expensive. When the gaddies go out, I got to break bread. There's a lot of us. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. How many yeah. is that all together? Like, so, seven? Uh, six. Six. Six people. Yeah, seven. Seven. Cause, uh, but, you know, I don't really pay for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's getting it. <laughs> Under whatever still gets in free, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's six tickets and then the food. God, Everybody you gotta do like we used to do, man, and hit hard like, to the, you gotta hit the dollar store for the shit first. No, man, no, they they check women's bags now, man. When you go, they ask you to open your bag. Really? <laughs> they don't do that here. Man, no, they, they, they they're just looking it. for weapons. They're looking for weapons. Oh, you guys, you got the, they're doing hood tactics there? They, they do that here if you go south of 8 Mile, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, Man, it's coming you know, north. I'm sure pretty soon it'll be if you're south of 10 Mile, you're going to get that. It'll, it'll get here sooner or later. <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, at the moment, we still have the, the theaters. Uh, you know, the theaters here, if you go to the, you know, the the AMCs, you get the reserved seating. It's a big leather recliner. They'll come out and bring you drinks and food to your seat. You can order it from your app on your phone and shit, and they'll you know come in with it. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Crazy. And the room yeah, only seats I, I like ninety. To, uh, there's only like ninety chairs in the in the big ass. The, you know, it's like, oh, this is there's not two hundred and fifty people being idiots with their phones. It's a much tighter. It's like being in somebody's big ass living room. Yeah, I I can't wait to try the four D seats though. I, I hear that that's a great experience. Dolly Parton and the four D seats. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback. Four D seats. Uh, yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, boy, that, uh, I don't that's know. supposed to be pretty cool. But have you ever been to like uh, Universal Studios or Disneyland or any of the places that have those kind of things normally? Like where the where the seat will start to shake and do weird shit. You know, it's cool, but I could like, it's cool for a fifteen minute ride. I'm not sure it would be cool for a two hour and forty minute movie like Civil War. Well, yeah, you yeah, got to know what you're getting. You'd be into, shaking so. shaking pretty hard by the end of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, how long did you hold your piss when you saw that movie? Oh man, uh, I missed the uh, the first um, after credit sequence because I had to go. So <laughs> I'd say a good hour, an hour. Yeah, 40. you know, you know the part where uh, Tony found out that the the <laughs> like yeah, I, Anna, I, left, I left, I left. I left right at the part where Tony found out that the person in the, the, the dude's bathroom was the real shrink. So, yeah, yeah, whatever happened after that, and then he got to the prison and was like, hey, you know, I'll go as a friend. I missed everything <laughs> from that point because I had to piss. <laughs> and then I was trying to rush and hurry back when I came out. My four-year-old was like, Daddy, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, ah, how did you get here? <laughs> Then I just take him, <laughs> take him, and he's, you know, fucking around, you know. I'm like, Daddy's missing the movie, son. Hurry up, piss, let's go. This is costing us $3, <laughs> this whole thing. Yeah. We're missing $3 worth of movie. <laughs> Saying, Daddy just invested a, a mint over here. Yeah, I'm watching my movie. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I am definitely going to get the... Uh, I'll get the bootleg, but I'm also going to get the actual 
disc when it comes out. I'm still going to support them. But as soon as I can get a copy of it, I'm watching that again. So did we do a prediction <laughs> on a opening weekend for this one? Um, I don't remember. Because I want to say... I don't, I don't know where it is. I think I think that the people who who know I think they projected 190 this weekend. Okay. And after I saw the after I saw the movie, I think 190 is low. I think it's low. I'm thinking 215, 220. Think it's gonna crack two. It's at 200 right now. 200.4 as of oh. sun, Saturday at 8 p.m. Well, are you serious? Yeah. It's already at 200. Holy shit. So that's low. Oh, wow. Like they're probably they're counting Thursday. I'm sure, yeah. Because uh, that's when I went. Well, Thursday so, wasn't a full yeah, day, though. I mean, it's like Thursday at 7, you know. Well, I like the thing uh, from they uh, added, eight hours ago. They added, like, uh, it's showing. on course for $180 million. It might get that high, but right now it currently sits at 200. So it definitely went above what they were thinking even yesterday. Wow. And they still have a whole, they still have, well, the West Coast, you still have all tonight. Yep. And tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think, oh, I said, what, 215, 220? That may Here be Here we low. go, 252. <laughs> Come on, 252. 252 that's, million would be the icing on I, the cake. I, I think that's way out of the realm of I'm putting it down. 252 million. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't think they can get that, and here's why: because Star Wars, with like everybody in the world, was two forty eight. Star Wars had everybody in the world going and went back, and uh, like some people went in and got out and went right back in. You know, it was madness. So I mean, that two fifty is going to be hard to beat, but eventually it'll happen. Plus, they don't adjust these things for for you know inflation, so. You know, two, today's 250. If you wait five years, everybody will be breaking 250 because that money won't be worth as much. Right. They should do it on, but, on sold tickets. You know, how many how many right. seats so, is that? Yeah, and just sold tickets because not IMAX and 3D, which the tickets are 15 and 18 bucks as opposed to nine. You know, but just tickets sold. That's mm, right. I, I bet you they'll, they'll they're going to adjust and they'll come in at 215. Two fifteen after Even the adjustment. They, st- they still have a they still have a whole day and a half, pretty much. It could be over, but right. I'm going to say they're going to do Hollywood math and say two fifteen. Wait, what was uh, what was what was Batman? What did they what did they debut BVS there? Whatever it is, they're going to they're going to say fifteen million more than that. I think uh, Batman. I think there was a hundred and hundred and seventy. Oh, then they're million? then they're good already. I want to say you'd have to look it up, but I think it was well, 170. Their opening was, uh, weekend, one sixty-seven. What? Yeah. So yeah, they already blew past that, and the, and it's only yeah. it's only Saturday evening, not even evening yeah. there. Not even evening yeah. there. It's after it's afternoon here or early evening. Like I said, I just got yep. back from the one from the one o'clock show. Well, take everybody back a few times, and you might be able to get to two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your family alone, Kurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, they got a, they got some money from me. But yeah, damn, um, Batman versus Superman. They spent three hundred million dollars on marketing and had a hundred and sixty-seven million dollar opening. Yeah, yeah. So they spent two bucks to make every dollar, pretty much. Yeah. Yes, I mean, even though that's just that's, that's just, just opening weekend, but that opening weekend, but then they dropped eighty percent in week two. They, they're going to yeah. sell, you know, a buttload of Blu-rays when that comes out. Yeah, well, actually, I heard that they were going to re-release the R-rated version in theaters. Right. Yeah, because that can jack the gross up another, you know, fifty million or whatever. Fifty, yeah, fifty to a hundred million. That'll jack the gross up because there and will be. You know what? That was like. No, they'll they'll get my money. I'll 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 watch it. Yeah, but you really want to go and watch that in the theaters for three and a half though? I think man, I'll, I'll watch the disc where I can hit pause. 
Yeah, yeah you know go what? Take a, go get something to eat. Go I'll take a shit. <laughs> You know, yeah, they, they split Harry Potter movies that are over three hours because people don't have the attention span. And I don't think I want to watch that for the second time in a longer version. <laughs> I'm 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 into and uh, into masochism, so I, I'll <laughs> I'll watch it again. Wait and watch it when they come out with all the other ones, and you can go sit in the theater for a fourteen-hour marathon. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that! Not, not Some that, place not had that. a twenty-one-hour Marvel marathon or something that, that led up to this one. Like every movie that ties Ooh. in in a row, and then that one. Like, <laughs> that, that is rough. That is that's a that's a commitment right there. Yeah, so they, we got so I guess like, so it goes ticket was Iron like one hundred and fifty bucks too. So you, you have to Iron be committed Man, twice. Thor. What was it? Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Thor, Captain America. They, they might show The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Don't oh, forget yeah. about The Incredible Hulk. I think Hulk. They, they were cutting yeah. that one out. That, that one wasn't included because that was a universal production yeah, was, and not a Marvel movie directly. But, mm, well, you know, it's funny I mean, that... It, it's considered part of the it's universe canon because the end of the movie. Yeah, it's it is because of uh, the tie-in at the end with Stark and uh, and uh, uh, Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention um, they they brought Thunderbolt. The guy who played Thunderbolt Ross, he came back for Civil War. Yeah. Hey, and I think this is also the yeah. first one that didn't that didn't have Sam Jackson in it, right? Probably. Yeah. So. Sam wasn't in it. There was no Thor, no Hulk. Yeah. Well, they're all busy doing stuff. Yeah, which I mean, is both, which is both cool. in real life and in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, in the universe, uh, Fury's supposed to be dead, and he said at the end of. In the other movie, he said, "If anybody's looking for me, you can tell them the you can find me right here." And he pointed to his gravestone. His gravestone with the Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that was so fucking awesome. That was really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a Pulp Fiction reference in a Captain America Marvel movie. You've got to be kidding me. Both, uh, both owned by <laughs> Disney. How about that? <laughs> See people go, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Wow. Yes, they are, because that's Miramax. So yeah, that uh, Pulp Fiction is technically owned by Disney, so they could uh, they could perhaps say that that's a universe tied together too. Throw in, you know, Tarantino presents the Avengers next time. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dude, I do not oh, want to hear. I do I, not want to hear Black Panther's dialogue from that film. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of n words. <laughs> that's actually the, a- that's actually the subtitle. Quentin Tarantino's I'm, Avengers, whole lot of N-words. Rated I'm going to say, there, uh, what's the, the kid, Chadwick Boseman, I'm going to say yeah. that his, I was not distracted by his accent either. I thought he did a good job. Well, wasn't he supposed like, to have an accent? I mean, T'Challa would have an accent, right? I mean, that made sense correct. to me, so yeah. yeah. But not uh, distracted for it being a fake accent. Oh, okay, I got you. Was it a fake accent? Yeah. See, I, I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fake. <laughs> well, then he did a good job. Because, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't It wasn't so obviously fake that I didn't know it was you know fake until just now. So good. <laughs> I mean, and the little things, like even seeing uh, T'Challa's ring and T'Chaka's rings. I mean, I was like, oh, is it the rings? They got the rings. And then, you know, are those claws made out of vibranium? Those little fucking things were just so great. Yeah, oh, and now they're they're doing uh, all right, cloak so, and dagger and moon knight. So that stuff, everything will be there pretty soon. And somebody actually mentioned power pack finally. Yes, because they're like, we need something for children. Yeah, oh, fuck it. I'm, I am probably the only one looking forward to a power pack movie. <laughs> oh, I am for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd watch it, but well, I'm not like. They did that one TV pilot, and it was as horrible. It was like they made by the people who made Small Wonder and Out of This World. You know, it was just ridiculously bad. 
around like maybe 92 or so. But uh, That would be a good movie if they did it correctly. Yeah. What was the one, Kurt, that they did? Uh, oh, God. It wasn't the New Mutants. It was... Um, shit. Oh, uh, Generation X or whatever that was. Generation. Yeah, yeah Generation. X Generation, something yeah. like that. No, wait, that was... Uh, that was WWF, right? <laughs> Generation D Generation. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I remember, yeah. I want to say it had Bumper Robinson in it. I remember he played Mondo. And oh, yeah. what was what was that team? I, um, I, 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 I remember it vaguely. I'd have to look it up. It was, and it was current for the time, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, when that came out. So, yeah, I think it was Generation X. And uh, I remember, you well, know, well, being the Generation. Cat- Generation Next. Was that it? Next. There you go. Uh, Generation that was, Next. Uh, that Generation was the Spice Girls singing about Pepsi. Hold it down, feel the noise. Let know it's a vibe. Pick it up, it's a lie. Move over. Yeah, don't do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generation Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, now I have something to edit into this. Yeah, there we go. Well, okay. So, so moving forward, <laughs> we got um, we got um, the X Men Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse coming out uh, next month. They got the Ninja Turtles, which um, they had the preview for the Ninja Turtles, the trailer on this one. It really looks good. It. it I wasn't really looking for the turtles, um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't know. Uh, is it Diva uh, Rock Steady? I think Rock Steady is Sheamus yeah. from the WWE. Yep. I didn't. I didn't know that until I was watching the uh, the preview. I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Who is this guy? Wait, wait, like you know, they should have made him Bebop though, because like Sheamus already kind of looks like Bebop in real life. <laughs> but, yeah, but it worked. So it's like, yeah, it works. I also yeah, saw yeah the, the Krang and stuff. Everything. Like, I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to like that movie. But it looks like I'm going to do both. I, I think I, I think I'm going to do both. I, I agree with you. I I did see the other one, and I was like, huh. But the kids really liked it, so right. I was like, okay, cool. But this one, I think I want to go to. Um, you got Suicide Squad coming up. Uh, like Doctor Strange looked awesome. Um. I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, That'll be good. And now, and now Spider-Man: Homecoming. I, I can't wait. I'm excited for it now. And I like how they even they they kind of did like a a small uh, punch up already that you know in this universe, Peter Parker's only been Spider-Man for six months. Yeah. So. And they, they did a good job of explaining too, like. You know how the suit came because he still had a suit. It wasn't like you know he wasn't he was this random kid. He, he was already started his career. He just was that struggling early, early portion. So I think that worked. Yeah, and I think it's uh, again it's going to tie into the whole Iron Spider and all that other good stuff. I think uh, I think nothing but good things are coming. And maybe they'll give the, the Iron Spider on film eight legs. Thing is how the the comic book one it added three metal you know or, or four and it's like what the fuck dude he's got seven limbs why is the iron spider seven limbed it makes no sense so that that gives them an opportunity to to fix that yeah. and not have him not be the iron scorpion or whatever the hell he was <laughs> yeah I mean they got several different um, resources that they can pull from and I I know I've said this before but. The world that we live in, and we have all these opportunities for these movies and TV shows and stuff like that. It just makes that 12-year-old Kurt just so happy. Because, again, like I said, in my garage, I still have the comic books from my childhood up on the walls like I did when I was 13, 14, 15 years old in my room, you know? Sure. And then, you know, my kids come out and they see this now. Of course, my wife won't let me do my bedroom the way I want to. <laughs> you know, she, she doesn't let me, you know. I mean, like, all even all my, like, Star Wars sure books and everything. I mean, they're on a bookshelf, but they're in the way, in the back corner of the room. Like, if you came into my room, you would not see my bookshelf right away. 
you got to go searching in the back. And you're like, oh, hey, there's a bookshelf back here. And it's like, yeah, that's that's Kurt's shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the house is hers too. Like, <laughs> my yeah. way to go. <laughs> all my shit is there. Like yeah. Ralph, Ralph can tell you, all my shit is in the garage. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, this it, is it, my it, life. You just got to make that your 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 man room, like uh, you know, like Doug's used to be the whole garage. You need, you need to embrace that shit. Put a pool table out there, some arcade machines, and some cool lights and a bar. And then you guys can do the podcast from there every week. I mean, he's got the ping pong table out there. All right, so you're getting yeah, there. That's what we were we're planning on doing. Yeah, cool. We're almost there. See, there you go. Very close. Get the mood lighting on. We get not not the sexy mood lighting, the '80s mood lighting. Yeah. <laughs> get some. Uh, Neon lights make it look like the Saved by the Bell set. There you go, or one of the, the retrocade things. You know, make that fucker look like the gold mine, and you guys would probably stay there all the time. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Or at least uh, look to look like billiards. Come on. Oh yeah, man. Now that's the thing I was trying to talk about a while ago. Like, what is the modern day equivalent for today's fifteen-year-old? of what we had there. I mean, like we were in, you know, it was, it was a pool hall, which today would be seen as a CD place to go if they even exist anywhere. But Um, uh, I would say nowadays kids congregate in and right outside of like the uh, game stops. The, um, well, yeah, but that's the, they're different. They're, they're in there hanging out. They're playing the games in there. They're talking about it or they're right outside their doors on the benches and stuff. Um, you see a lot of that. You see also a lot of, I mean, kids still do the mall thing. Uh, not really as much, but also, um, like just like loitering literally out in front of stores. Like whenever I go to like gateway Plaza and all that stuff, there's just hella people just outside. <laughs> yeah. But that's not really the, the angle I was looking for. Like, what we used to have, and what I don't see them having now, is like you know, we had a spot where we would go, and you could meet with and interact with freaking adults, you know, on a level playing field. You know, there were there were old people in there, there were young people in there. You know, the yeah. the old men that were like yep. you know seventy five smoking their cigars over the pool tables didn't care that we were fifteen and they're you know interfering with their shit. Everybody just got along. You know, I think it's funny. I don't think yeah. my mom knows that I ever spent time at the pool hall. And I think she would be appalled if she knew exactly how, like, I knew the owners by name. Like, yeah. I think she'd be appalled yeah. that, I, that I knew them by name. And I mean, that was, but, that, was a, that was an environment where we, you know, as complete nerds, we felt completely at home, you know, and nobody gave us any kind of shit at all, ever, to me. Yeah, a dozen yeah. pool tables all lined up perfectly and uh adjacent to that uh video games uh just probably uh a dozen and then, doesn't have video games and and the jukebox and we used to play the same songs the, every time yeah you know and yeah. that was that was you know scandia was awesome but i preferred going to billiards it was a more you know that was our spot that wasn't everybody's spot and it was easy. It didn't even it have a fucking name. <laughs> Scandia, you needed a car. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Billiards, Billiards we could just walk. Yeah, we just walk over. And it was just tucked, you know, if you didn't know it was there, you didn't know it was there. It's like a, a business behind two other businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was like that nice, like, little secret spot, which is, I mean, believe it or not, there's, I think they're still in business. Excellent. Less video not like games, a, but the pool tables remain. Not, yeah, not like as a hangout spot. I think they're just they just sell like billiards equipment, or or they let you play. I I don't know. I think I might darken their doorstep one of these days just to see what what it's doing over there. Yeah, see if it's the same yeah. guys. Hey, you're still here? Holy crap! Man. Remember the bowling alley? That was a that was a spot for us too. That bowling alley has been gone for over twenty years. They bulldozed it it's an empty lot nice still they didn't put anything else there even nope still empty um what so uh you know we we used to spend a lot of time there they had their few video games but i mean we bowled and then across the street from that was the dollar theater 
that is now a uh, auto body shop. Well, it's been an auto body shop for years and years. Going uh, back real quick to the um, bowling alley in Fairfield, that's actually where our tradition started. Um, way, way back in the day, we would all do our Christmas and Thanksgiving with our families and stuff. And after we were done, it started with me and Ralph going and meeting up at the Fairfield bowling alley. And then later, Tom started meeting us over there. And we would just do it, and we would just roll a couple games, maybe one, two games, because it was like 50 cents or something. like that. It was, it was ridiculously cheap. And we started that back in, I don't know, 88, 89, yeah. 90. And it was something that we would do. Eventually, you know, we kept doing it throughout our 20s and 30s, and we have our families and stuff. And now it's like my kids, their entire life, my children know that on right after we do our family stuff on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we're going to the bowling alley. And it's so weird how that started. Just this, because the Fairfield Bowling Alley was a, that was a, that was a, <laughs> it was a, Pretty, pretty nasty place. And they had that, what was the name of that oh, bar yeah. that was connected to it? Do you oh, remember? Yeah. Oh, crap. I can't remember. It was like, man, I can see the sign, too. Was it like 251 or something? I don't know. I, I had a chick that used to work there. It seems there. like we would have remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, club, was it Club 25? <laughs> Maybe it was too oh, What was the name of the bowling? Seven. I can't remember. Fairfield Bowl. What the was it just Fairfield Bowl? It was Fairfield Bowl, and Fairfield Bowl had a bar connected to it that was yeah. called something. Yeah. And uh, ask Mike; he probably knows that shit. If you ever, how about to say uh, PMC and his brother? They used to go there all the time. Um, yeah. I think Pimp Pimp used to go there a lot. Yes, he did. <laughs> Because that was the bar that everybody went to before they started going to the rendezvous. Because then when that place got bulldozed, they had to find a new spot. And I remember uh, certain people went to Suite 21. Um, (laughs) That was, uh, which is still there. Then there was Merlin's that changed their name to Duffy's. Now, I think they're dead now. They're gone. And then with the rendezvous, yeah, the good. rendezvous was gone. There's just so many of these little bars and stuff. Uh, and now they're all gone yep. now. They're all gone. But other places have taken uh, the mantle. Um, and I, you know what? I, I want to say that uh, I kind of feel like we, after the, the Fairfield Bowl little, little spot, what the hell, um, we got people going to the rendezvous because no one was going there. And then we started going there after work. And, uh, you know, just every week or every every week, there'd just be more people there. People that I worked with, people who knew people. People. People who need people. people and then next thing you know that place is just full all the time and they had to find a different spot because <laughs> the wrong element started going there i won't take uh, the blame for that but they had some pretty uh pretty fat years getting money out of my pocket darts pool and uh, uh kamikaze shots
Pull yourself together.